Welcome back to the second episode of Dushka. Dushka, Jesus Christ. Dushka, Jesus Christ. This guy has... I was thinking Luza Luza and Dushka at the same time. This guy has one Smirnoff, one shot, doesn't know how to act. I don't think... Welcome back to the second episode of Tosca Luza. At least this time, guys, it's recording. <laughs> this time it's a recording. As you, Here we go. Again. As you saw at the, or what, you didn't even see because someone didn't press record. But off. on the set, on the first episode, if you guys listen, we we said you know subscribe, like the video, <laughs> and all that stuff, thinking that we recorded. But someone to my left, I. Uh, Zhao, Zhuang, the villa. Um, this man, Joel. this man, you know, we all thought, okay, he's charging the, the the camera. He's gonna press record and all that. You know, no biggie. Yeah. We went the whole whole podcast, an hour, hour and seven minutes. We we all thought it recorded. Took out the camera, looked at it. Didn't even record. He didn't even press record. It wasn't even on. Was it even on? I pressed record. He was just on a wrong mode. Anyways, um, that means you didn't hit record. Hey, ask that clown. means you did not hit record. First of all, take that- off that fucking Man United shirt off. And well, then well, I can well, talk to you. Right, right, Anyways, okay, right, um, all right, it so. was a podcast rookie mistake, and I'll take full. As long as you take I'll responsibility, I'll take it's full fine. responsibility. It's, it's fine. fine. It's, it's fine. fine. I just thought it was funny because like he was all like, "Yeah, man, I got this camera, blah blah blah. It's gonna be great. We're gonna do videos, you know." Come to find out, end of the video. No, no video. No video. So when you see this, it's gonna be on YouTube. So subscribe, like, do all that fancy stuff. But second episode, as you can see, it's not just the three of us. It's not just me, Joey, and Joel. We have a special guest. It's uh, Joel's brother, DJ hey, Fabio. What's up, guys? It's uh, Fabio. It's uh, Juan's brother. Uh, we have him yeah. on today just because we all have known him for fucking for a long time, and yeah, we all have so- we all have things in common, and we just wanted to you know just chill out, you know, do our thing, just talk, and yeah, and kind of go from there. But as we know, <coughs> we're a podcast. If you guys haven't listened to us, go check out the first uh, episode. Talk the Tuscaloosa pilot. Um, You'll just see, listen to what we talk about, everything Portuguese when it comes to soccer, racial, immigration, all that good stuff. So, so we're going to start off, we're going to start off with some soccer stuff and then we're going to get into like the real uh, detail, well, real conversation of why we asked Fabio to come down here. So we'll start off with the Portugal selection just because it's kind of an easy topic to go by as as everybody saw, Fernando Santos made (coughs) his, uh, just named everybody and want to hear you guys' thoughts. Joey, you you could go first. So. (laughs) I want to hear what you have to say. Whoever whoever listened to the first podcast, I think I I was like the only person that didn't yeah, think it was going to happen, yeah. that happened that he was going to pick Cedric. I I think I I think I nailed that on the thing. I I just do you think he's going to play? That's the thing. No, I think Cancelo's going to play and I think Carreiro's going to play. But I, again, you made a good point throughout the week when we were talking that there's three games in like 70 something hours in between games, so he's going to rotate. Yeah. He, he's gonna he's gonna rotate things around. He's gonna he's gonna figure out what he plays. But it's gonna be that place is Juan Cancelo. The years Juan Cancelo is having, nobody's thinking Juan Cancelo's spot. To be honest, the way they're going at it within the three day gap, it's I think it's gonna be less than seventy two hours to even train, rather than even play. Um, so I believe he's gonna do a full rotation easily. Um, everyone is gonna get their play time. I believe. Um, Anthony Lopes is probably going to start just because of the injury with Luis Patricio that just happened throughout the week. And, and, I, and I think that's the only position that doesn't rotate. I think he's going to stick with uh, uh, Lopes the whole time. Most likely. Because I think, I think if we don't have Patricio back, I think he will be back. I, they're not saying it's as bad as it, it, as it looked with the foul, 
But I think at that position, there's still qualifying games. You need something strong in the back. Well, what happened was like the day after the injury with um, Patricio, his wife actually went on social media and she goes, thanks everybody for the full support. Um, He seems to be doing well. I just want to let you guys know on the updates. So she went through that, I think, I believe was on Instagram. But it's crazy because like that happened to Patricio, and then like three days later, what was it? it? Was it was a Champions League game, and it happened? No, it was a Europa League game, and the Rangers goalie, no, the the team that Rangers play happened the exact same thing. That bro. boy got fucked up, dude. Oh, nuts, bro. That was a full cleat onto yeah. the face. Oh, but still, it's another goalie getting hurt. The thing that I, I I watching the Wolves game, what pissed me off, right, is like this whole new offside rule, right? It's like yeah, okay, like um, play on until the ball goes off. It's offside, no goal. But then, like, a, a play like this happens where he's so offsides, it's so obvious, but right. you still don't call it because you, you let the play go on. And then an injury like this happens because your defender's trying to cover. Well, and that's the, that's the, the thing with the new rule, oh, let them play on. But with stuff like this, if you know, I'm saying back in the 2000s on to 2010, where they would actually stop the play. Now it's all about the VAR bullshit. It's only been like this for like two years, bro. I think it's only right. been two. No. But the whole situation with the keepers and the goalies and... Sorry. The whole thing with the players and the refs, like, that's been on for more than two years. I mean, with... um, I think it's the fifth uh, season that Portugal has gotten VARs. I believe it's the second that the Prem has gotten VARs. And is, is it five? I don't think it's five. It's five, yeah. Is it five? Yeah. Five in the Portuguese That's how much season. of the Portuguese league I watch. <laughs> right. I watch because sporting is fucking uh, top of the top of the fucking table. Thanks the Lord. Yeah, this year. You know. All right, dude. This is what this is what counts. This, is, this year is what counts. But um, I think he did a good. I think Fernando Santos did a good job calling uh, calling up some people, of course, uh, including the young kid Nuno Mendes. He's gonna obviously he's not gonna. Sporting I don't know. Bias. I don't know, man. He. <laughs> nah, you have to give him credit where credit's due. Even if I wasn't a sporting used to do the 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 year that this Agreed. kid's having, Agreed. that Nuno Mendes is having, and Juan Pelinho, you're gonna tell me that he's not that he's not better than William Carvalho, dude. You haven't heard about that guy at all. No, no, no. no. And and I I I call Pelinho my my starting eleven. Pelinho. <laughs> That's what he Bilinha? fucking is. All right. He's fucking a Pelinho. Okay. Pelinho. Pelinho. But whatever. I mean, I think. Obviously, there's going to be a whole bunch of rotation and all that good stuff. So we'll see. We'll see how these next three games. I think on. the surprise pick that he picked that none of us thought that, like when we had the last podcast and we we're like, oh, who do we think is going to go that shouldn't, whatever. And I think we all didn't think that Rafa would have got called no up. No shot, bro. I would have had Paul instead, dude. <laughs> like not even because I'm to sporting, be, bro. What the fuck? To Rafa be honest, I'm just happy Pedro Neto ended up getting called. Yeah, exactly. He, I think that was very worth. It. I think that was big. But I think we we had this conversation too. Where it was like. There's so many players that play week in, week out in so many different leagues. Like, I know, like, Rafael Leon got called up for the U21s, but this guy is tearing it up in, in Italy. You got guys you got guys like uh, Ivan Carvalheiro that is tearing it up in Fulham. Yes, it's Fulham. Yes, they might get relegated, but he's still playing in the, he's still playing in the Premiership. Right. And then you got guys like Helder Costa that's mid-table uh, Premiership. So he's, it's he's like... He's with Leeds, right? He's with Leeds. Yeah, yeah. You got players like this that I think... Like, okay, yeah, Rafa, he plays for Benfica. Yes, he's, he got called up before. But, like, me, I know I'm a Benfica, but Rafa has done nothing this season. Nothing. Yeah. Um, no, it's true. Uh, Rafa really hasn't really done anything. So, I mean, there's no – to me, I don't see why he even got called up. But, hey, 
Fernando Santos is a coach, not any of us, so we can't really. And you, you can't be, you can't really argue with the guy because he's won us a title. So he's won two titles. So. Two titles. Yes, exactly. So, Sorry. So with the National League or the with the Portugal selection out of the way, we've come up to the uh, Champions League draw. Uh, the one Portuguese team that's in here is Porto. Uh, they're gonna they got drew they got drawn with uh, Chelsea. Um, it it could have been better. Could have been better with I, I say Liverpool. I think Liverpool is just doing a little. I, I, I think I think Liverpool. You give Liverpool the shout that would have been easier because Chelsea are on that new manager boost. Exactly. So well, Chelsea is a little bit more difficult to play against. Uh, obviously, you don't want to touch Real Madrid, PSG, uh, Real Madrid, Bayern, and PSG just because they're uh, they're just on a different fucking planet right now. Yeah, but I I saw the I saw and I was like, wow, dude. I'm like, Porto had Porto, This this looks like 2004 all over again. You miss all these big teams. And you have a straight shot to the final. Like, don't get me wrong. Yes, Chelsea's a strong team. Yes, but Chelsea isn't the Chelsea that won the Champions League six, nah, seven years uh, ago. No, no not shot. at all. No, no, shot. no. You know, they're on decent form because of the new manager. And then the next game, dude, if you, if you beat Chelsea, the next game is either a shit Liverpool at the moment or a shit Real Madrid. Well, let's just say that Mo Salah's left shoulder is going to get busted by Sergio Ramos. I hope not. I hope. I hope. I really hope Liverpool wins. Just to really stick them, stick them to them, dude. Because no, I hope. I don't. I hope Liverpool lose. Yeah, eight nil. I hate Liverpool as much as a nice guy. So, what do we think about? I don't even hate Liverpool. I hate Liverpool fans. What What do we think about Porto getting drawn with Chelsea? Obviously, it's a good thing that Porto is still in the quarterfinals. They're representing Portugal. I want to hear from Fabio because he hasn't talked this whole time, and it's it's literally just been fucking Joey and Nebel over here and Joe. Just talking about this whole thing, but what do you what do you think? What do you think about Porto this year? Porto tem uma boa equipa. That's what I'm talking about. Speaking of straight Portuguese, I tell you now. Mas... Fuck yeah. <laughs> Eu acho que é um jogo difícil, mas como sou a português, espero que ganhe o Porto, claro. Porto, I, I hope all Portuguese people see it that way. That even though we're rivals and stuff. I really hope Porto does well because that's Portugal, bro. And Portuguese teams, for some odd fucking reason, play so great against English teams. We'll see. So great that's against true. English teams. Shout out to Sporting back to beating Man City, bro. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yeah, but so ben, like... Benfica, Benfica knocking out Liverpool, Man, Man United one year. Porto knock, knocking out Man U in 04. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've always played very decently, except in finals, because Benfica <laughs> so, just can't win finals. So I but. think, to be honest, it's, it's, a, it's a weird fact, but like, Porto always have played home the first leg, which, in a way, it's a disadvantage just because of... That second leg is where it's counting, and let's just say freaking even Tottenham. Tottenham first leg at home beating two zero, and all of a sudden three zero, three two on aggregation. Or was it two zero? They they won they won the first game two nil, and then lost the second one. Yeah, well three three zero. Mourinho já foi pra casa, cara. That's alright, dude. It would have been nice to see him there because it would have been another Portuguese manager to. Yeah. So who do you think who do you think on the Champions League will go to the final on that? Last eight. I think it's the, gonna be Man, Man City's gonna make final. Uh, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be. It's, it's either that or Bayern. I know. I don't know what side of the bracket they're no, on. No, no, they're on the same side. All right, then Bayern's gonna make final. Yeah, it's 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 City. So. It's City, Dortmund, Bayern, PSG on one side. The bracket. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why. That's why I say Porto has a very good shot. Yeah, they do. Of going to this it. final. I think. I think Absolutely. it's. I hope it's. Ba- well, I hope it's Bayern and Porto, but no, I'm pretty I don't. Sure. I think I Bayern's going to make the final I easily. think so, too. Easily. But I, I wouldn't want that on Porto. 
who cares? Who they made it to the final? True. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping for Men's City. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, they they deserve it. I mean, not for nothing. Did this is actually the first time they've been in the quarterfinals for a while, and they're constantly getting knocked out earlier in, in the stage. Because because there's not enough money invested. You're right. Absolutely. <laughs> as if they, they don't nah. have enough money at all. But, yeah. I mean, Pep Guardiola has changed the strategy from the beginning of the season, and I think he did a phenomenal job as so far. Yeah, we lost against Man United, but there is room for improvement, and right now he's. Playing with the big shots, it's it's all unearthing. So I don't I don't even think it's from the beginning of the season. I think as soon as Ruben Diaz stepped a foot on that team, you guys <clears> look <throat> solid from the get go. Yeah, but like we were constantly like losing and tying, and then on that Tottenham game, that's when we lost to nil, and we we had to put our foot down. Like not for nothing, when Artetra was uh, this like his second coach, I think they played very well. I think they knew their strong suits, and once he left, there was a – Men City actually went down a lot, and he had to rebuild it in a sense on what can I do to make this thing better. Yeah, he has the players and the money for it, but he had to be changed. Something had to be changed. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Because I think I think in that whole partnership, uh, Arteta was the, the man manager and, and Guardiola was the coach. Mm-hmm. So, like, if – we've all seen the documentary. Yeah. We've all seen the documentary – Guardiola's like, fuck you, fuck this, sit down, fuck you, listen to me. And then Arteta was always the guy that put his hand over your shoulder and and cuddled you. You know, as soon as he had, there was no cuddling, like Sergio Aguero stopped playing, all these guys stopped playing, and then like the whole thing just shut down, bro. You know, but again, I think my my personal opinion, I think as soon as Diaz showed up and started playing for you guys, that defense looked solid. It's again, but oh. nobody's scoring goals at the moment. Hopefully, for any team. hopefully he's no. solid. Hopefully he's solid with fucking Pep uh, beside him in these Portugal games. So we'll we'll see how really if he really shows up like he's been doing. But yeah. hey, again, I think it's going to be Men City, possibly Porto at the final, and I'm hoping like you know what in Portugal we're all our different teams, but out of Portugal in European qualifications and everything, I'm all for any Portuguese team. So you know what. Fuck yeah! Bye. But yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna touch upon this uh, little segment just real quick um, before we start really getting into the deep stuff. Um, it's with the uh, team of USA. Uh, they got called. Uh, they did their whole like squad and stuff like that. And um, we're just gonna touch upon it just because we live in the United States. And other than Portugal, we should be rooting for the USA. And by by the look of the squad, I looked at it, and not for nothing, all these kids that there's a lot of kids that are playing for these big teams, and I think you the USA is going to be a force to reckon with in, in the World Cup if they, if they continue to put out these players that are playing in the Premier League, the Bundesliga, and all that good stuff. They're gonna have a they're gonna have a pretty pretty good squad. So we'll see. I mean, I hope they do well. I mean, who wouldn't who wouldn't want to see them do well? It's because we're all living in the United States, so. I think I brought this topic up to you guys, and I went through the whole 23. And out of the 23 players, there is three that play in the MLS. Uh, three. Because MLS doesn't – MLS hasn't produced in a while. No, so. and I agree. But no no American player has been able to make it in the last 10 years other than Donovan, other than uh, – Clint Dempsey. Clint Dempsey. Yeah. Other than these guys yeah. who are uh, – Tim Howard. Other than these three or four players – you're looking at a 20-man squad 
that plays abroad, bro. Mm-hmm. That, and, and, that, and that plays for big teams, bro. You got Barcelona in the mix. You got Dortmund in the mix. You got Chelsea in the mix. Juventus. You got a lot of these kids in the mix that play for big top five European countries, bro. Right. It's nuts. It's, it's going to be interesting. And you also got to give um, props to these colleges and universities that have taken chances on these kids and bring it back aboard to Europe. I know, for example, Saker Hart has this Portuguese coach. I can't think of his name right now. Um, but he brought a kid, a goalkeeper, to Portugal. He played for Riwav. He already played for Trufens and stuff like that. So these colleges are taking chances, not just on the women's soccer team, which the women's um, national team in uh, U.S. have been dominating the world. and But now we're seeing U.S. men actually making something of themselves, prim, like you said, in top team leagues, you know? Until we change the structure of what soccer is in this nation, I will never give any grateful or anything to any college, academy, or anything in this country, bro. I will never, bro. This is the only country in the world where you, if you don't have money to play, you won't play a sport. True. Those are known facts. That is true. Why do, you, why do you think that this nation's never progressed in anything, that type of team sport, other than basketball? Because... We're the leaders of that sport. Damn right. Well, and football. There's no, but there's no football yeah, there's globally, no, bro. Yeah. What about rugby? Do we have a rugby team? Probably. No. Nope. I mean, no. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. That's Australian, though. Yeah, you know, but, but but you get you get my point. <laughs> right. You, you right, get right. my point. Like here in the states, bro. If you don't have, like, dude, because my nephew's going through it right now, bro. My nephew's 15. He wants to be a goalie. Do my sister banks out money? For, so he can play, bro. That's an average of what five grand a year. Probably it's probably like fifteen hundred yeah. a season, bro. It's it's nuts, that's bro. Nuts. And that's not even and that's not even including like his his personal shit that he has to buy, like the yeah. cleats, the shin guards, gloves, gloves, shit that he has to wear. That that's not supported by the club. Right. He he has to buy that himself. Yeah, it's kind of. So for me, dude, you you have talent and you go play in Portugal. You have trials. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you go out, you go practice for a day. If they like you, you come back the next day. If you don't, unfortunately, you don't have it. Right. right? You have kids here that don't have it but have money and will continue to play. Hey, they don't have the same That's a good point. That's a very good point. They don't have a good culture. Hey, but, yeah, we just wanted to – My point. I'm sorry if I, if I got a little aggressive. <laughs> no, it's, it's me, bro. a little aggressive. But Everybody it, has uh, their opinion, and I think you made a good point. It's money. Again, it's all about money where – In this country. In hey, this country, yeah. It is what it is. So, we got all the sports stuff out of the way. Uh, we're going to talk about the main reason uh, why Fabio, well, we all asked Fabio to come on. Um, dun, as, you dun, can, dun. as you can see, they look so much alike. Still no, come no, we'll see your sneaker. <laughs> they're, they're, like, they're like twins over here. Joey, like, it's fucking, look at these Who, guys. me as well? No, these ain't well. Dude, you are so, <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything. But, <sighs> but so, <laughs> so we, we asked Fabio to come, come on the show because we really wanted to talk to not just him, but Juan too, about the whole coming from Portugal, immigrating here and stuff like that. So, some questions that we have for them, you know, how, what it was like. So uh, we're just going to start off with, uh, I want to ask Fabio first. So Fabio, what, do, do you remember the day that you actually like came to the U.S.? Uh, the uh, de março de 2006. Wow. What is that? 15 years? Same. 15 years. 15 years? Yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah. 15 years, wow. yeah. Now, do, when, when, when were you told that, like, by your parents that, like, hey, we're going to go, like, to the United States? Like, we're, we're leaving Portugal. Like, what did you feel? Were you, like, scared? I was afraid 
what were you afraid of mostly like just the travel or just like new language uh, make new friends um that's it basically really yeah i mean I, if it was me honestly i would be shit in my pants because like like you said like you don't know anybody you don't know the language you don't know the culture it's it is frightening at some point that you have to like you know move from somewhere that you're you're comfortable in and, and stuff like that. Now, Juan, do you remember like when you were told when you're? I was gonna say you were gonna ask me when I came. It was the same day. Uh, no, no, no. I thought <laughs> about, was... I was gonna ask it, but I was like, wait, I already asked. So it was you could have came, came a different day, bro. We don't we don't know if the four of you guys came together. No, we actually came the same day. Um, it was a storming day through all it was actually a whole blizzard that i was outside we ended up blizzard yeah blizzard yeah, in newark in so when we were when <laughs> we actually ended up getting towards newark uh they we had to keep rotating in the sky wow. because that declared uh the runway the runway for us to land wow so basically you had a red carpet approach Oh, totally, absolutely. So yeah, like, like, yeah, well, welcome Caetano family like, <laughs> in the United States. Red, car- red carpet with ninety-five percent of the flight throwing up everywhere. Really, people were throwing. It was up just flight? because it was constantly turning around, so people were getting dizzy wow. and everything. So that's wow. why I, I puked. Fabio, oh, Fabio I, I puked. puked. I think I think my dad, as a hard smoker, stood in that chair for the whole entire flight. Stood. He was dying. Well, he was dying. set. Oh, because he wanted to smoke. Oh, he yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. smoke. He was just like. I don't even know he knows how to pray, but <laughs> he got to the point yeah, that was, I think he was praying. Yeah, was <laughs> I think he was praying for that cigarette more oh. than anything else. <laughs> so, so you guys land, and I'm assuming, do you guys know anybody when you like you got here? Like, did you have any like family over here already, or because obviously, like, you're not just gonna come here with like no plan of like not having like a place to be or a place to stay type of thing. We had a cousin here that came. In the million, and that's why we. So moved you, here. so you, so you guys basically just came here because your cousin were here, and they, you, I'm guessing you guys moved in, went in with them. Basically. No, no, no. So when we came to the states, we, this was 2006, and um, my cousin came at first. He basically said, "Hey, there's a great opportunity. Um, I know you guys have been, uh, thinking about moving on with your life into a better route." So he was like, we could get you guys here. I'll get you guys. A j- I got my fa- your father a job. So we came on a Friday. Um, that Monday, my dad was already working. Wow. We ended up actually, he ended up paying two months ahead of for us for a basement um, that literally had two bedrooms, a tiny, like a half a bathroom with a shower. So a full bathroom, but tiny. Wow. It's a tiny kitchen. Um, we had a little laundry, but it was enough, it was enough where for, for you guys. We to could leave. we could start getting on our feet and start approaching life in a different scenario. So for us, not knowing, not having a language barrier to face and having new new streets, new cars. Yeah. Like for example, my my mom had a little Mitsubishi, and uh, first time that she was actually she obviously drove in Portugal, but. First time picking up on an automatic car, she couldn't even turn on the car because the for clutch. you to for you well there was no clutch and for you to put in Marco drive. I want to know what a clutch is. No, you can <laughs> you can you can sugma, right? So for you to actually like get your car driving, obviously there's no shift. So well, she was she was supposed to like press on the brake to put on D. She didn't know that. Oh, 
she so she literally she literally just kept pressing on the pedal to see if he would go. Oh, just hard, and just redlining <laughs> that engine. Just so, <laughs> yeah, not that much. So we're, <laughs> it, got to, it got to the point that we're just like, you know what? We're just going to stay here. And we can't yeah. even go to the padre. Like, we couldn't even do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I, I, but yeah, it was it was definitely challenging, especially for them and even us. At the time, we just had each other. Um, so we well, at least that, that that's a good thing because obviously me and Joey can't really talk for you guys because we were both born here, <laughs> Waterbury baby, St. Mary's baby, <laughs> Waterbury, Connecticut. I dude. was actually no, you weren't St. Mary's. No, I was Waterbury Hospital. You a bitch. Anyway, I was I was across the street. I was in the ghetto. <laughs> I was in the ghetto. <laughs> but I, I, me and Joey can't really like speak for how you guys like felt because I mean we were both born here, so we didn't. We I grew up Portuguese was my first language, but. Like, I t- had to take ESL classes and all that stuff. So, like, I, I learned English. I feel you, well. I feel you. So, you know, we can't – me and Joey really don't know what it's like to, like, you know, come to a brand-new country, brand-new language and all that stuff. So, when you guys move here and you, you guys found your, like, your bearing and stuff like that, how, like, did you already have, like – how was, like, that school situation when you first went to school? Was it were – you, were you more scared of making friends or were you more, like, nervous about learning English? Um – well, in Portugal, just follow English a little bit. <coughs> so you guys knew maybe like a little bit of like. So the the English that they are, you get to choose. <coughs> you get to select two languages. Okay. You obviously Portuguese, and you could choose in between French or English, English in Portugal. Well, good thing you plugged English if you. Yeah. Well, that didn't really help because you Cause it's a British lot of English, it's, yeah, it's, like, like, it's like, like that Great Britain. Like Britain yeah, it's, it's like that Great Britain yeah, English, yeah, yeah, yeah. English, English, English. And like, so, <laughs> like a lot of terms and um, were spoken differently. Yeah, yeah. But so at there, when you're there, you're just there to pass that class. You're not oh, there to like okay. actually learn. Well, it. Yeah. That's like I was taking Spanish here. Exactly. So, <laughs> bro, I didn't pay so, no attention to that class. So like when we, when I found out that I was coming here, I was like, damn, I should have really paid attention. Yeah, um, they're like, jokes on you, boy. You should have been paying attention and got a fucking A. Right. I don't even know if they had made the A, Bs, and Cs back in Portugal. They, they, they did. They did. They do A, B. So like when we first like. For me, we literally had no cable, so we had at the time we was still we still had the antenna where you'd get like a certain amount of oh, channels. Oh man! So Boy, good old days. Every freaking Saturday night, sorry, every Saturday in the morning, they would pass like Sesame Street and like. So you'd watch Sesame. Street. So I would. I actually started learning how to speak English through Sesame Street. That, that, that's cra- like, that's crazy because I know some people say the same thing. I've watched other podcasts and like a lot of people say like. Yo, yeah, I would turn on, like, Friends, or I would turn on this show just so I can, like, pick up on, like, lingos and languages. And that's pretty interesting mm-hmm. how you could just, like, le- you don't even have to go to classes, tech like, classes to, like, learn English when you could just watch, like, just random TV shows and stuff like that. It, that's pretty insane. So I was actually very privileged, um, not as much as Fabio, because Fabio, when he got here, he went straight to high school. High school. <laughs> Me, I still ended up going to middle school where there was actually bilingual classes, mm. where there the teacher happened to be Portuguese, but she spoke half and half. Where oh, so it was she, like okay. English and this Portuguese. This guy's blaming Sesame Street for helping him learn English when he had a bilingual oh, class. I'm saying, dude, he had it Listen, made it. <laughs> okay. Poor Fabio had to go straight to high school. Uh, it was straight like, to high school. Right. Well, no, there was freshman, no hope, bro. no nothing. Fuck. Yeah, but Fabio's literally, and I ended up getting, I was privileged with that one too. Fabio's ESL teacher was literally a fitness model. She was a. Uh, and, <laughs> and you could see how he learned English. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about. So, so for for Joanne, it was a little, it was a little easier because you know, younger age, 
he's the younger brother of Fabio, and you know it's easier. So Fabio, when you go into high school, I'm, I'm assuming you went as a freshman, right? Or yeah, the freshman. So when you when you when you went in, like, did you? Like, what, were you more shy to, like, say hi to people? Or, like, did people not want to talk to you because you well, were, like, that new kid? Havia lá muitos brasileiros, portugueses. So you were like, all right, I'm going to hang out with these guys. And like, exactly, okay. yeah. All right, that makes sense. So at least at least you had that. At least you didn't have to, like, you know, force yourself. Well, not force yourself, but, like, kind of put yourself out there to, like, learn, learn a language, like, really fast. So you can then be friends with people that, are, like, talk English and all that stuff. So... Obviously, it was still hard because you still, you know, you're not going to, like, see those Brazilians and the Portuguese people, like, every day. So, you, you know, you had to make by and stuff like that. So, did you have to take, like, an ESL class, like, a, a class yeah. for English? Yeah. So, how, how, when you would, when, when, when they would give you homework, like, would you ask your parents for help when it was, like, math? No, because they don't speak English. <laughs> well, well, ma well math, math is not, not language, language, bro. Math's all numbers. Not, you, oh, math? Yeah, yeah math. math. It's mathematicas. <laughs> I'm actually <laughs> algebra, ge geometry. I was actually really you good with that. That's really? because it's, that's because it wasn't a fitness teacher, a fitness model as no, his teacher. Right. <laughs> But then, um, English history. Don't worry, I sucked at English too in high school. <laughs> I, I was just with the class and like the fuck out. Wow. So you were? So, were you sitting? Were you sitting thing, in the bro. back? Were you? Were you a guy that sat in the back? <laughs> Pretty much. What an asshole. Did you send the back? I sat in the back, bro. You're a piece of shit. Where'd you sit? Did you on the yeah, front? Yeah, I actually sat in the front. You piece of... You uh, I'll, I'll, fucking nerd. I'm that basic. No, <laughs> yeah, not fucking nerd. Get not out for here. nothing, dude. Like, you're coming to the... You're coming here, like, if... At least if at least you wanted to sit in right. the front to dude, learn. Fabio over here just like... You know, yeah, not for nothing, bullshit, dude. Bro. I had nothing for me. Like, at best, I literally I knew though. no English, so I had to make sure I paid as close of attention to pass my classes. Dude, fun fact, and like, This is, I'm actually gonna get a little bit off topic, but at the same time, I'm. So my first. It's about you, baby. I know. So, <laughs> first day of actually school that I did here, I had gym class. I was wearing these most poor chops, <laughs> freaking pants that I had on. It was very like Portuguese, dude. Yeah, he made me do the split. <laughs> yeah. He What? made you do a split. Yeah, it. like we were stretching. So he made you do a split. Yeah, dude, my balls uh, like, just... yeah, dude, I completely ripped the shit out of those pants. Did your mom have to saw him? Was she mad? Dude, my mom beat my ass. Yo, I would have. Yeah, but like, I my thing is, snitched, dude, bro. Dude, dude, you know what's great? Yo, though? my I, thing can, is, can I get? Go I'm gonna get one interruption. You know what's awesome mm. is that what? Fifteen years later, Joel's still ripping his pants. New Year's Eve. Dude, he happens. <laughs> he happens. Dude. What can I say? Yo, New Year's, bro. This man New fucking Year's. <laughs> New Year's. Dude, oh, just recently when I went to um, Unreal, a specific bar uh, and <laughs> I ended up ripping my pants and walking there with barely any. Uh, but like, yeah, it's I, it seems to be like a tradition where every day I, or every year I have to rip at least one set But of on pants. New Year's, bro? That was so great, dude. That was that awesome. Really awesome. You know what? Not made the festa, though. That... That did, bro. That, Anyways, uh, well, like pre-COVID, everybody, you know, pretty strict. We didn't have to pay. Facts. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but like, <laughs> dude, he, and then the other thing was that language, like as Fabio said, like he started hanging out with Portuguese, started hanging out with Brazilians, and I only had one Portuguese girl, which hated me at the time. Shayla. It was our friend Shayla. Fuck yeah. And then everything. Who? 
Every, yeah, <laughs> Shayla. Um, so everybody else was Portuguese. Now that was a time everybody used to like Yu Gi Oh and stuff like that. So we that used was to my shit. We bro. used to collect I still have cards, bro. Yeah, I don't. Uh, but like we <laughs> used to collect the cards and everything. And then there was this girl. We as I still call her Hella Titties, but she literally. <laughs> I went to her and she. I forgot. I forgot what I said. But I was like, "Aquela rapariga é tão nice." Yeah. Little did I know, Rapariga in Brazilian, it's puta. Fuck yeah. So, this bitch she is got, so nice. So, Helatiris got really offended. She smacked me, and I was like, You like Por que this, caralho? You like it. <laughs> and she goes, I did. Rapariga puta. Desculpa, não sabia, cara. Rapariga puta. Sorry. Was it? Luckily, we ended up like being good friends after that, and like, we continue after even switching schools. We ended up like going to. Uh, you never called her Rapariga again, did you? Yeah, but I did call her Hella Titties. <laughs> <laughs> so, continuing on, like a point you just made with, um, you know, obviously we're all still really good friends with Shayla. Is there anybody else during your high school years that you guys are still friends with? No. That we would know. That, exactly. Uh, Joana. Luis. Okay. Yeah, but she went to Portugal. Yeah, so, so yeah, Joana used to be in that group. She's um, been in the rancho too. In the rancho, I, I I didn't make it there. Dude, the dude, dude, yeah, dude. you weren't there. Her, her brother was like the greatest person that ever blessed me playing indoor, bro. Absolutely, Jesus. Jesus, bro. He's he, oh my god, dude. Playing indoor with that man, bro. I learned so much in like two okay. weeks playing with him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it was phenomenal. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ, though. So when you guys, so you guys go to school, you know, you meet your peoples, you know, you meet your friends. You obviously, you know, it takes a little bit to like get your get your groove going. You know, feel more comfortable. So. I know, cause that's this is how I've known you guys. You know, I, you joined the rain show. Did that? But before I ask you about the rain show, so when you guys were like younger, when you came here, did you guys more like were you guys like close as fuck? Where it came to like, you wouldn't make any friends. So when you guys come home from school, you'd be like happy to see each other. Be like, oh, this is like. No. Somewhat, I think. No, really? No, yeah. well, one, he's saying no. You're saying yeah. There's yeah, a there's. Havia muita porrada, please. Somewhat, but era porrada like you know brotherly. Brother, like, yeah, it was like brotherly, brotherly fights. And <laughs> so, like, to be honest, one thing that helped a lot was my my cousin's cousin, Andre. He ended up, he's around our age, uh, same age as us. So we used to play PlayStation together and oh, all okay. that. Yeah. Like, well, at least that, so, like, that helped a yeah, little you bit. you had someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and though, like, we had family of family, which on the holidays, it did help a lot. Oh, I can only imagine. I mean, who would want to fucking well, obviously with COVID and stuff, but who selling celebrating like Christmas and all that stuff? Well, like even alone, with COVID, bro. bro, I wasn't celebrating holidays alone. Yeah, no, dude, fuck that, dude. It's just that's just my personal opinion. Family's that's, fam- no, nobody needs to get argued with that. That's sad. But me and my family, we got together for holidays, though. Yeah, yeah. My parent, really off topic. When COVID hit, like we just didn't want to risk it, I guess. But we would always like get together. But at least like when you guys. When you guys came over, you had, like, family here that, you know, would make it feel like, you know, you're not alone here. You know, you have people that support you and care about you and all that stuff. So, coming to what I was talking about before. So, obviously, you guys joined the Rancho. Was that, like, kind of, like, a? how did you even, like, know about the Rancho when, you when like, you found out, like, you wanted to join? Like, what, where were you or stuff like that? I joined the Rancho because of a girl that I liked. <laughs> Don't but, worry, we all, most of us did the same thing, don't worry. But then, I'm happy that I joined the rush because I made 
met you guys and I made a lot of friends with yeah. that. But it must have been nice because like obviously you guys what probably was get... her name? I'm not saying names. <laughs> <laughs> we know. But I don't know because I wasn't there but it, it, it should... You know her very well. <laughs> oh, okay. Whatever. But so it must have been like a good feeling to know that like you guys might get homesick, but you have like that certain day where you can kind of like gravitate to like that culture and like, you know, have that every Wednesday practice or whatever for an hour. You can like, you know, talk to people that know how to speak Portuguese and all that stuff. So it, it must have been good. So he joined. Did you join before as well? Yes. When did you join? What so year? Wait, hold on. What year did you join? Father? I joined in 2008, I believe. No, it's. 2007. 2007, maybe. What about you, Joe? 2008. So, did you join because of a girl, or? I joined it? because I started, <laughs> I, I, like I said on the last podcast, I stopped playing tag, and I started chasing girls, so. That's what I'm talking and about. And I noticed that dancing would attract them, and that's where I went for it. And now, it's, I do it out of passion. So, sure. were, were you happy that you joined just because, obviously, because you met new people, but, like, it kind of, like, when you got homesick, it kind of almost got your mind off of it a little bit, just, like, just to, like be around those people or like he helped what about your parents did your parents ever like i don't know how to like explain like did your parents ever say like oh like did they push you to go or did they like kind of like were like a little hesitant of like you like going out by yourself like so my dad ended up being in full core in portugal really um yeah in Villa oh, Franca. something we did not know is that oh, no. right I didn't Villa Franca Chita used to do like it's a di- it's obviously not the regular Minotu it's a Ribachano like, exactly like where they used to do Corridinhos and all that wow and like no, no, no. to the point that my dad used to dance with this chick and both of them were on one leg doing spins and wow. as my as a kid and my dad told me that I was just like Wow, you could barely walk in two. Imagine in one. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so you did have like that. So you knew a, you you didn't know about Rancho and stuff like that. But did you expect to like see a Rancho like in the U.S. like when you guys moved here? Did you guys like n- know about the Rancho? Like, did you see them perform anywhere? You we were just... we were aware of the community. We weren't. I personally wasn't aware that I was going to be a part of one. Like the country. Cause I, cause like that's how I met everybody here. I mean, obviously I met Joy in the church, but whatever, dude. <laughs> fuck this guy, but on a Sunday, on a Sunday, just because this man was so short, he had to fucking take the cross. He had, but let me put the cross. If you guys saw the first episode, by the way, I didn't say in the beginning, but I want to thank everybody that watched the first episode. Yeah, you better you better put your head down, Joy. They listen, but that I said watch. Yeah. You Sorry, blame, guys. You can blame that guy, but I, I just want a quick <laughs> side note. I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast and sharing it and all that good stuff because the, the amount of uh, just feedback and everything that you guys gave us and saying that like we did such a good job and all that, it really means a lot. We really hope to like bring this to like just bigger heights and just keep this going just for you guys to like have something to hear on a Sunday or, w- or whenever we put this, this episode out. So we'd really like to pre- uh, say thank you. We really appreciate it. Um, just Hope you guys like the rest of this, but so you guys joined the rancho. What was I saying? Oh, when I met you with a fucking cross holding it so high, bitch. Don't um, say fucking and a cross in the same sentence. Thanks. Sorry, guys. Cross it, 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 is not the toy. Sorry, sorry, dude. Is that guy still alive? <laughs> I got no clue. Well, you don't. You don't even live there. Why, yeah, why, I, am, I asking, I, why am I asking? I don't even remember the last time I've been to the Waterbury Church or a church. No, no church. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but what time was it? Was it a Tive atrás do. That was joelhos. Do cunhado do do Fábio. Do sogros. Sogros. Sogros do Fábio. I don't know, but I remember that man, 
dude, every time he fucking altered whatever, dude, that boy had the best mustache. Handlebar, bro. Hand that shit would go side and go all the way down. I remember that dude. Do you remember remember That's when we used to have like the incense? And like all the shit, and he would grab it with his hands, like it never hurt, didn't burn, didn't do nothing. Yo, that man this guy was like half an angel already, or the devil. That's uh, all. Either or. That's all the callus from the construction. I don't think he worked as hard. I think that dude worked in a factory. I, I, don't know, I think he worked for the church his whole life. I, well, I haven't seen that boy. That boy we is tall. We call him Senor Sacristão. Well, isn't his well, name Manuel? I got no clue. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was Sacristão. That's so fucking common, bro. La Cruz, that's not pronto para mí. Obviously, because then me and my brother would have to be the bitches and just go in the can and put our shit low, and then you just see fucking joy at the very like end of it, just pointing that that thing off. That thing was heavy out. too, bro. It was not heavy, bro. Come That's on. before you lifted. You didn't know what heavy was yet. Except for the cool. Joey's dad was like the singer. Oh, true, Joe, dude. Yeah. Yo, Joey's shout out to my pops, by the way, because it's Friday and it's oh, his birthday, birthday, and he turned sixty-nine. Happy birthday! Shout out to the pops. We could see where he gets uh, Joey gets his bigoth from, but his doesn't connect yet, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Under construction. Under construction. So, coming back to the immigrating thing. Um, so you guys are in the ratio, and then you know all these years. Um, do you obviously with this whole COVID thing going on and all that stuff? Do you do you guys ever like for even like a moment, even like in the bad times of the ratio, do you ever like regret being in the ratio, like joining? No. No regret. No. No Not regrets. No regrets. I mean, did you regret ever joining a Russia? No. How about you? No. Well, you fucking live for this shit. I mean, I live for it but to a certain to a certain like extent, but it, dude, me and Fabio were driving two and a half hours on a Friday. We were all we, we, to and from before before Fabio got here. Uh, me, Joao, and Joey we were watching like old videos from Joey's uh, YouTube video, Rain Show Shop. You should go like check it out because there's some funny videos on there. We were just watching. Oh, man. We were watching. <laughs> we were watching Joao and Joey fucking sing this garadas and all this bullshit. No, just skip those. Don't watch. Those. Watch them. Skip watch them because that shit's funny and hilarious. Yeah. There's a video in the 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 cover photo of the video is Fabio and he's laying down. This man got smacked so hard in the face, and it's always Fabio that's always getting hit because he's, he's always the one that's sleeping. Even in Ludlow, Joao, look at Joao, look at Joao, and then look at Fabio, bro. This man, Joao, the younger brother of the two, took fucking shaving cream. Look. What's that do more? What's that do more? Look, at this, look at this man's hand. Cadema, it's 50 kilos. Look at this man. Yo, put shaving cream in his hand. And, you know, instead of being like, you know, a little doll. You, you it was me. a little yo, tap. Yo, the, the table's flipping. I'll flip it right <laughs> with you, bro. <laughs> this man cocks back. It was a love tap. And, ju- and oh, just. You must love him a lot. Oh, dude, I love it. Hit him so hard, hit him so hard that fucking shaving cream literally went everywhere in the fucking room. Went on the wall. Went it went on the bed. On Brian. On Brian, dude, everywhere. <laughs> I wasn't even there. I saw the video, bro. And when I listened to that thing, I was like, bro, did you, did you kill this man? Like, uh, what's going on over here? I think after. I think the next night we made like a taco João. We grabbed the air matches and we yeah. wrapped Ti- we wrapped them in. It was me, Tiago, and I think Fabio and Brian. I think I still have the pictures. Yeah, we wrapped them in a fucking air mattress and we yeah, fucking made a taco. Big. There was like six of us and Juan couldn't get out. We were like, yes, we won. The one time that you actually put me down. Dude, you will never live it down, bro. You will never <laughs> live it down. Funny story. So we're going to oh off track. God, here we go. Yeah, we, we were all at a bonfire at a friend's house. It was me, him, um, and Jeff. It was the four of us, I think. It was. Yeah. And um, Jeff's big on MMA. We always talk about it. And then he, he made some smart comments to Juan. He's like, yo, I'll get you down. I'll get you down. And, dude, Joao is, like, the biggest bobcat you've ever seen in your life because he flips you, he jumps, and he's quick as a motherfucker. 
So he got Jeff down real quick. Then it was Fabio's turn. So I was like, yo, I'm going to go last and I'm going to get him quick. So, like, I don't know what it was, dude. He's like, I was it, off balance and he took that's, advantage. That is fine, bro. I still got you. You flipped me after I got you down, but I got you down, bro. In wrestling, that's Mama a pin. No bitch. In wrestling, that's a pin. I would have won. <laughs> what are we, WWE? I don't give a fuck. I still would have won. Triple H, baby. Did you pin three times? No. No, I'm talking about regular wrestling, like Olympic wrestling. You would have been pinned. That's why from all these years. That would be like one point and then that's three fine. of mine. I would have kept running from you, bro. That, you would have never got <laughs> that. That's why all, Say less. All, these, all these years of knowing Joao, I never wrestled him because I know I'd get my ass beat. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to watch everybody else I've try. Never, I've never seen somebody that big. No offense. You are Thanks. pretty big. Yeah. That fast, bro. Oh, he's feet. He's Dude, a goalkeeper, bro. I Jesus feet. Christ. So... Those guys, so when you were in Portugal, did you play soccer like on a field or like is it like when you were seeing like TV? It's like on roads and stuff like that. You uh, won the championship. You won a championship. So you don't tell me these things. I thought we were best friends. Uh, it's cool. It's cool. So yeah. we uh, in Portugal. <coughs> I thought we knew everything. Yeah, to be honest, Obviously I w- I wish until this day that I had finished education in Portugal. Personally, I think it's a higher caliber. Um, in my perspective, but that's because say the higher caliber education here you need to pay for. Absolutely. Um, again, thing with the sports. So everything in the states. Sucks. So in there, over here you have different sports categories. Over there we do too, but we have this program called sports class, where everybody gets to pick their own sports. Personally, I was table tennis, so, uh, futsal, and golf. No wonder why we always lost the table tennis, bro. <laughs> bro, you don't lost. even you don't even know, bro. I how lose. many matches me and Joao played in his basement, dude? Mm-hmm. I'd get so fucking mad. I'd be up maybe a couple points, maybe it's like 12, 10, 12, 12, 12, 9. Two minutes later, I'm losing. To, I lost twenty one to fucking twelve. You know Didn't how, de- you point, know how dedicated these guys were. <laughs> Fabio called me on like a Wednesday night, bro. He's like, "Yo, come to CDA and come open the door. I bought a ping pong table for the club." Damn, that's dedication. Yep. Fuck. I didn't even know he bought it. It was like twenty bucks, probably, but dude, oh, worth yeah, it. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, but like, for example, and I think Fabio was volleyball, gymnastics, and... Gymnastics? Are you fucking doing backflips on trampolines, bro? <laughs> so, <laughs> I was doing a backflip once. I was like, this? <laughs> <laughs> see, see, is that is real that a story? Is, no. is that a real story? Because it's I've a real always, story. I've always heard the Onda story that you got hit by a wave. <laughs> is, that, is that one made up? Which so, one's made up? No, no. <laughs> when not, did this no. start? Fabio was saying that when he got hurt doing the black flip, he his reaction was to say for this, and he just said this. But. Real story when Fabi started starting, you want to tell it? It's better off for coming from you. Um, I was like eight years old, maybe. And then my dad was like grabbing me when the waves were going out and lift me up, down, up, down, up. But then... The only reason why we're laughing is because their parents, whenever they call for that, I'm like, when, when Joelle's mom just went, <laughs> that's like, then you looked, and then the wave. Oh my god! But you're no peito, and that's how we got like this. 
Really? Yeah. yeah. So it was off a, squ- a scare when the hit, yeah, the force of the hit, hit so when, the force of the wave hit his chest, he ended up getting scared, and that's when. See, he started. so that's what really triggered like your like the stuff. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Did you ever go to the doctor and be like? I went to. Um, what's good? Speech therapy, therapy and okay. everything, and. They didn't take like an like what, this was still in Portugal, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think did they have MRIs back then. Yeah. They had to. What am I talking they about? They did. I'm looking for you. You look at Joe like you got a doctor. I was about to say, dude. I don't fucking know. Do you call me Dr. Nebel? No. Please. No, I, I would have thought like maybe you would have gone to like the hospital and like gone an MRI or like to like look at your brain or. I was never the, the kid. Did you almost drown too? He almost did. Yeah, I almost did. And you guys love going to the beach. That's a, that's a. But Juan wanted to be a lifeguard and he almost died drowning. Hey. You got to learn how to crawl Velotis. before you walk. <laughs> Yeah, fun fact. I was actually telling this story on the way here. Yeah, I know. When my dad had the motorcycle accident, <laughs> this fucking Ian, we ended up going to the beach, as Pride of the Russia and the Constellation, and she's dangerous. And he was actually like wavy and everything, and I was like, "Hey, son, nada de lo que hay. Hey, vamos a por dentro, parece un parece un marman." Dude, I literally, and the wave ended up like swallowing me in and these like values they're probably like 68 67 69 yeah i was going there that's that's like that's that big old that's big right nobody else has that age privilege on this podcast <laughs> yeah. moment, dude. Uh, we're, we're, so, we're, gonna get, we're gonna get them on one day so watch. like literally eat they ended up pulling me out and obviously since my dad had just the motorcycle accident he couldn't do that shit. couldn't do shit but like just hey, watching you drown you're like oh, yeah, there goes Cla- another one claudia in the background claudia <laughs> <laughs> Claudio was working very hard that day, so it didn't happen. Um, Quite tell dude. Yeah. Hard working, man. Fuck. <laughs> but I got to love them. They're, they're very hard working so people. When, so when you guys came to date, obviously you said your dad got a job right off the rip. Uh, it, was a, it was obviously construction, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. The same company is still in today. Really? How many years? Uh, 15. That's 15. <laughs> Listen, I failed math twice in uh, college. Man. That explains it. <laughs> That's why I didn't go to college. Um, what did your mom go straight to cleaning like she does now, or like no? So, so? Uh, my mom started at Shaw's Bakery, which is actually one of the biggest bakeries in actually in, 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 Connecticut, in, in, in Connecticut. In Connecticut, in Connecticut. You, Portuguese bakeries wise, even I believe, bigger than shops. I believe in even some in Florida. I believe they have it. They have shops. Yeah, they have a shops. They have shops in, in, in Florida. Um, so it's it's a very big one. And then she slowly started like she started cleaning house here, house there. Just for, for like, and Dinheiro and like, dude, my mom, honest, my mom did it for a long time, dude. Yeah, and believe it or not, in I bust my mom's um, chops all the time with this. She's constantly watching the Demonivision, and I'm like, yo, Sabado Gigante, baby. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> like, listen, you need tens começar a a ver a televisão americana para aprender o inglês, senão nunca nunca mais estás na mesma tecla. So like, it's one thing that. And I feel like a lot of a lot of parents do that with like coming from coming from Portugal or coming from their country, where their kids gotta translate. And I feel like that puts a lot of pressure, especially for a kid at the age. Especially when you guys that have to learn English, and then you have to like kind of teach it to your parents. Right, and like so, I was actually I'm very proud of my mom and even my dad. My dad doesn't speak as much English as my mom. Um, When she started cleaning houses, then. Yeah, she started learning. To, yeah. You kind of had to force your way into it. Yeah. So, um, 
one thing that I always recommend is start watching a little bit more of English channels. And I'm saying that to our listeners uh, that m- parents may not speak as much English. S- take a, take some time with your parents to see some movies or whatever. Even if it has like Portuguese or Spanish subtitles on the bottom, take some time for that. Cause like, that's a big thing where they could learn and you could help them out. And they're very appreciative of that. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know in your household, but my household was, was weird because my parents had came over from Portugal in the seventies. My sister was born in the eighties. So like my sister, once my sister was going to school, because my parents mm-hmm. only knew Portuguese at the time too. My dad worked factory. My mom worked factory. My sister was born. My mom went to cleaning houses. So like that, she'd be able to take care of my sister. Was that Paula? No, Sylvia. Sylvia's older. So when Sylvia was born, my, my mom started cleaning houses. So what my parents did was, you know, once my older sister started going to school, learning English, my parents spoke, tried to speak. My, my sister would respond in Portuguese, but, we talked in English. but my parents would have to talk back to my sister in English. It's good. That's how my parents learned. That's how my sister. My sister Sylvia is probably the worst Portuguese speaker I've ever met in my life. I don't know, man. I'm pretty bad. No, nah, she, she'll probably she'll <laughs> she, probably give you I, some. She'll probably give you some competition. There's like videos from like Ravi Arksvalves coming to our anniversary, and she's. I'm here to watch my brother. Like, bro, like he Fuck just yeah, interviewed dude. you in Portuguese, yeah. and you're responding That's in English. Like you non Portuguese person Where on the is planet. This? I never watched. This. Dude, it's I, I gotta look at it. Me I, as I fuck. yeah. That, I, I, mine's, I, I don't know if it's like mine's the same situation. We're not. My, I, I, I still learned. My parents didn't speak Portuguese, so like port, Portuguese was my first language. And then I kind of had to go, had to go to ESL classes in like I think first and second grade. So then I had to learn. So I would try to do the same thing. I would like they would talk to me in Portuguese, and I would respond to them in English to see like. But then they try. They at least tried. They went to some classes at at, uh, uh, at the high school, and they would go at night. And then they would try to learn, you know, how to talk and this like that. So they they can get by. My mom more than my dad. They can both get by, but it's still tough. Even because I'm pretty. I think my dad came in the. I don't know if he came in the seventies or eighties, but he came around there. Or no, I think it was the eighties. It was the eighties because my brother was born, but my dad had to go back to Portugal and finish like the tropa thing that he has mm-hmm. to do. Like, did you guys do that? Any of you we guys? actually go ahead because I, ju- I just remember I was asked to go. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was like, nah. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, so what happens is <laughs> even if you're out of Portugal, they still send yeah, they you a letter. Yeah, because I still got my letter. Did you get it? Did no, I wasn't born there. Yeah, I wasn't born there either, but I still got it. Much to less cidadão. Oh, you weren't a citizen back then? Eu só fiquei cidadão like six, seven years ago. If that. Yeah, I think that's why, because I think I was my parents made me a dual citizen, so... When I, I think it was what eighteen. Yeah, at, at the age of eighteen, they send you a letter. Yeah, I got, I got a letter. I got a letter. Slot. Yeah, I got a letter. You know. You don't know Scared. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I couldn't even imagine myself going there, bro. I, like, obviously, my Portuguese is not the the best. Like, it's gonna be hard for me to like get by. Like, yo, I don't even know how the fuck you would say push-ups in fucking Portuguese, bro. Yeah, pew 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 pew, and then I fucking they're they're yelling at me in Portuguese. I'm like, believe it or not, what? Believe it or not, you guys don't give it yourself enough credit because you guys do speak Portuguese very well. At least enough to get by, oh, which yeah, is a I, big thing. Yeah, now, now, like, uh, not for nothing, like, since I've been hanging out with Joao and all that, and you guys, like, more over the years, like, 
you guys talking Portuguese and stuff like that, like it's made it made me learn how to speak like better and like kind of do that thing. So like, I don't even think it made you speak better. I think it made you want to to speak well, it more mm-hmm. because back then I didn't really give a shit about going to Portugal or anything. Like before I joined the Rancho, like I didn't really care for it because I would only go maybe like once every like five, six, seven years. So <laughs> and I you'd would be in the middle of the aldeia, dude. I still remember the the first time that Marco ended up going against his will was Fuck. his dad saying. I'll buy you a concertina if you go to Portugal with me. The wood reconnaught, dude. The that wood was a, that, was all, that, was that was the only reason why you went? Yeah. You're a bitch. Yeah. What do you mean? You're a bitch. Man. Oh, Ever since then, da- he loves it. My dad would be like, listen, you pay for my ticket and, and you, your ticket and you go? Yeah, I'll go. Fuck it. Yeah, but this is my thing. That, that would- I, I, I went to Portugal last year in November for three days, bro. Bro. But this is three this, days. This is my thing. You, you were born. You were kind of like born in the in the culture and the range and stuff. So like you lived for that shit. I wasn't. Yeah, I, I lived for that. But exactly. my parents didn't live for that. My aldea didn't live for that. No, but I is, went to Portugal. To, I went to Portugal every other year for two weeks. Literally stayed in aldea with kids my age, just running around on bikes, bro. But did, did you know how to speak Portuguese well? Barely, bro. I was still like eight. Like, dude, I went my first year in Portugal. I was six months, and I went bro. every other year. Right? Yeah, but, but see, my Portuguese every, is, my Portuguese is still shit. But you went every other year. I only went once every like five, six years. Bro, I went Dude, I, I, I remember think I went I, in like ninety seven, then I went in two thousand two, and then the only time after that I went was like two thousand fifteen. Bro, I remember going in like two thousand, two thousand two, and two thousand three and brawling with French people because how much shit they talk about my Portuguese. Perfect. <laughs> no, it, it's different because you would go to articles about those or whatever and I wouldn't no, bro. I st- my parents didn't do that shit, bro. My parents, we would stay in Sotilo for two and a half weeks. We <laughs> would do what you did, bro. Life. We would do what you did, that, and, and we would go maybe two or three days to go to Fatima. And that's what I, that's three what days maybe go to Lisboa to see the stadium, and that's it. That's and that's why that's why I don't. That's why I still love it, bro. Because I would walk. I would. I would. I would walk four houses. I was at a sand field playing soccer. I would walk another three houses the other way. I was at the cafe. Another seven houses the other way. I was at the Cavas of Povo watching games and playing fucking sweka with all the old guys. That's different because when Mile they it's the same thing. I I would just go with my parents and they would just stay in that town the whole time because they're they're both of their moms are alive, so like they would stay there and then I, me and my brother would just be like together and we wouldn't really do anything. We're, we were like those quiet kids. We didn't say much to nobody. We just did our own thing. And then the last time I went is when we actually, like, we'd always go to Fatima and all that. But, like, the last time we went, we always, we went to Lisboa. And then we saw the state and I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. Like, we walked around Lisboa and that's when I, like, started, like, all right, this is actually, like, a good place. Like, this is cool. Like, I want to see it. But then it was just, like, I don't know. If it was, like, after, like, 9-11 happened, it kind of, like, flying for me. Dude, I got super scared like i did not want to do anything with planes i just i, I still remember that day like perfect like one i would never forget that day and that shit like fucked me up well not now because like now it's like if that plane's going down bro put that shit straight down and you're going regardless dude you're, not, you're going regardless. Dude, not to cut well, you now off. now it's like yeah bro i'll go now yeah yeah but, not like, to cut then, you it, off it just dude even when 9-11 happened even in portugal they sent us to home so it was they sent me home oh, from oh, school. Okay, yeah, 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 I was yeah, yeah, okay. I was in school when it happened, and what was I think it was like, I think it was at nine o'clock around. Yeah, it was, it was like Tuesday nine a.m. Yeah. yeah, it was nine yeah. a.m. I believe. So in Portugal, they at that like, like at, at the time yeah. that it happened, it was like two o'clock. Um, they literally sent us home. They're like, 
go home, go call your family, acting like I had family here. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. no. Yeah, Ricardo was already here. Um, my cousin my cousin that brought me here was already here. So I, they literally go, go home, go hug your family. And so, because you was not just United States that got affected by 9-11. It was everybody. Cause no, everybody. I think cause everybody. Because like, New Nobody York City knew. was like, yeah, New, JFK yeah, but, was like, sh- everything was shut down. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. was but it's not out. even that, bro. The people that worked in the towers, like I, I personally worked on one of the towers going back up. And it's insane the amount of names you see everywhere Throwing there. The people, like... People don't understand, like, yeah, some of those flights came out of Boston. Some of these flights came out of, but you don't know who was on those flights, bro. Yeah, you don't know what culture they were from. You don't know, yeah. what, you know. I don't, I don't want to get off topic because yeah, because this is this is something sad. really dark and yeah, everything right. else. The last thing I want to do is I don't want to get political on this. I, I you no, know, there's I, no politics. There's I know, but you know, I think, I think, I, I don't think I was ever scared flying, bro. Honestly, I, I get on a flight, I put headphones on, and I'm, I'm either knocked the fuck I out wish, before bro, the plane I takes can't. off. And yeah. I barely wake up for anything on a flight, did you guys, bro. Did you, guys, did you guys remember if you guys fell asleep on this? First no, of all, Fabio threw what, up. You don't remember? Oh, yeah. Was it Top? Was Top even back? Top. Yeah, it was Top. Fuck yeah, bro. Dude, top was around when I was like six <laughs> months old, bro. <laughs> because, well, whenever I went, well, before, before Top, well, not even before Top, but when I would always go, I'd always go to Ibedia. I'd always go to Madrid. I'd either do Top. I'd either do Top. Facts, my no, parents facts, are cheap. Bro. That's where I get my cheap. That's why bro. we used to always go Continental. Who? Continental. 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 Oh, Continental. I was like, I said Continental because that's what my parents called it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. That, yeah, that. I actually want to ask you guys, how was it like growing up for you guys? And then, all right, actually, m- let me rephrase this. When you guys ended up meeting someone that was straight off the boat, how was your mindset of it? Because I feel like some people just back off because, oh, he's off the boat. He thinks it's hot shit. Or he's off the boat. I don't really don't want to socialize with him because of the fact that he can't relate to some conversations that it will be mixed in between. How how was that for you guys? Like meeting I mean, people I, from I don't straight really, off the boat. I don't really remember a lot of people straight off the boat. My I my I, I have one great story from somebody off the boat that's not Portuguese. Let her rip. Let, so my junior year in high school are. Two weeks before our preseason started for soccer, we had a uh, foreign exchange student from where? Japan. God damn. What's his name? Um, oh, my God. I can't fucking remember. Um, dude, it started with a Y, bro. It started with a Y. I cannot remember. It's going to dawn on me later, bro, and I'm going to post it on the fucking Facebook page what his name was. If you guys haven't I think joined I'm, the group, join that group. I think I'm still friends with him on Facebook, too. And, dude, this dude looked like Jason Park playing, bro. Yeah. It was insane. We couldn't. He he barely spoke English, but you know how soccer is, bro. You there's very little words needed yeah. to describe how you want somebody to play, how you how you how you talk to somebody on the field. It's body language. It's body language, bro. And it was an awesome time, and it was awesome. And we related on and off the field because he had classes with us. Mm. He did after after like after soccer season. He did track with us. You know what I'm saying? You did track. I did. I did. In, oh, I don't did indoor track because of the females. <laughs> that is the only reason why. And I am proud to say that's the only reason why I did indoor right. track, bro. Well, the, uh, it, if you don't know the you. vibes of indoor track, I don't know you the, will never know, understand the vibes of indoor track. I don't know the vibes of any sports because my parents were hella strict. I couldn't do shit. Well, you so. also went to a technical high school that was sucked at every sport. So That's why I joined um, gymnastics too because oh, the, the oh. teacher was 
Of course they will. Of course they will. Of course The only thing I remember about like foreign exchange, foreign exchange do it type of thing is uh, this guy. I don't know. I forgot what grade. Maybe like fifth or something. He came. Man, I don't know if he was Nigerian or something. But he had like the hardest like hard African like accent. And I didn't really back off because like he seemed like a cool dude. Like we just chilled like in school and we were always talking. So like to me, I would never like back off and like not talk to him because I just took it in perspective. Like if that was me, I I wouldn't want to be by myself sitting in the cafeteria eating lunch by myself. That's kind of like fucked up. So we became friends and I'm not friends with him now because when we went to middle school, we, there was like two middle schools you can go to. And he went to the other one. I went to another uh, different one. So yeah, I wasn't the one to like back off and not talk to them i would like i wouldn't approach you but like if you look like you needed like a helping hand or something i would like yo here's a here's my number two pencil because what happens no but i think i think that was like when like i first met fabio because fabio that, that was nothing like you know, when I met fabio you, fabio was introduced to me with like randomly as fuck by charlie Mm-hmm. And Charlie introduced himself to me randomly as fuck too. It was like the weirdest <laughs> oh, thing ever. I was like, "Oh, that, this, safe this is Charlie." Say, Charlie yes. is a unique friend. Yes, but like that's how it became. Like Charlie, like Fabio would always be next to Charlie at the time. Charlie was a great source for us all meeting as yeah. well. Like literally, that's how it all. That's how it all started. Yeah. So Charlie was friends with you. Charlie, shout out to Charlie. I went to some fest. I don't know where it was, and Charlie was like, "Yo, I'm Charlie." I was like, "Yo, I'm Joey." And it was Dow. like, Dow, and it was like, click from there. And then you look at the, and, and yeah, then yeah, Honda yeah. rides later. Honda right? Do you remember pushing the Honda, bro? Be- I don't want to talk about Behind it, the wayside because he couldn't get it to start, so we tried jump starting it. It was that hill in Be- behind Behind wayside market, bro. Yeah. Just, wow. Dude, just, horrible times. Bro. We literally had to pull it up the hill so he for could, it to go down the hill, and he could jump start. Yeah. God bless you. Guys. See, you wouldn't know that because you don't know what a clutch is. <laughs> Anyway, so that's gonna yeah, be so the end, that's gonna be the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to ask that question. Sorry to cut you off, but like I just wanted to ask that question because I feel like a lot of people that come in the states could feel outcasted. Oh yeah, because of like shit like that. Like, like I'm telling you, Shayla and I, Shayla, <laughs> Shayla used to hate my guts because I was that one Portuguese that was interfering with her being so cool and unique of being Portuguese. Out of around all those Brazilians, and then the following year we actually went to another middle school, and we became besties of friends. So like besties, BFF MySpace. What? She she was his <laughs> number one on MySpace. Nah, chill. That was Tom, dude. <laughs> wow, Tom, wherever he is, that was Tom. <laughs> well, Fabio, I want to appreciate. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on. You're the best. Obrigado por me convidarem. It's not. We're obviously boys, so we really want to get your opinion on things. But I want to say, hope your wedding goes great, guys. He's getting married and married, married. É um bom casamento, mas carinho. I guess festas. I guess festinhas. But before we go, I know Joey. Joey's gonna talk about Rancho real quick. So, uh, last week we gave a, a shout out to Camponeses because it was the thirtieth. Um, the this week we're we're giving another shout out because it would be another group's anniversary. Um, so, uh, uns parabéns para, para o Rancho de Parquense, que o aniversário deles, se, se não fosse para o Covid, era este fim de semana. E outra vez, if these facts are wrong, the, the, it goes on, on Luta, because I reached out to Luta for this. Um, o Rancho Barquense foi formado em 1976. Coroio. 
Depois disso, eles já acabaram por um pouco tempo e o reformaram-se outra vez em 2003. Neste momento, o, o presidente é, é, é Pereira. E os ensaiadores são o, o Tony Cunha e o Sr. Luta. Um, primo, parabéns. Uh, e um, um forte e feliz para vocês e continuar aí para sempre. But um, I'm pouring this. How Joel says it's late. Late chocolate again. Again, Marco has said it before. We we uh, we love everybody that's been reaching out to us. Um, if you guys have any ideas or any anything you guys would like us to to talk about or you know to mention or bring up any problems that our, our community is facing, what our what our heritage. Even needs. if you guys want to come on the show, man. Or yeah, or you guys want to have a conversation with us. You know, I, I I supply most of the alcohol. Yeah, but what? question let, let it rip uh, what made you guys have this idea covid <laughs> well <laughs> i'll tell you the story long time ago uh it was like what three weeks ago um we were at yeah. the casa of the benfica where if you look on there's a filter that says dump go fuck yourself because that's what that team is but um so we were watching the sporting porto game and then we, we were kind of just bullshitting the three of us just like about the game and we were just talking about like whatever just general shit And then we ended up going to the Danbury Club. Um, we were just chilling there again, just just talking. And then, I don't know if it was Joey or if it was João or Joao, both of you. I mentioned Joao it. mentioned it to me. João mentioned it to me. And then I messaged it to João that we should bring in Marco. They didn't even think about me the first time. See this? They, they, they don't like me, but... Fuck off. <laughs> well, João was over here forgetting to press record, but... Um, <laughs> and then we kind And then we, we kind of just like, one day we all met up. Joey came up and we were just we were just looking at like mics and all this bullshit and then we were like Joey was just like you know what fuck it we're just gonna pull fuck it go straight up and obviously I'm kind of glad that we that he did do that yeah it's actually cool to be doing that eu conduzi duas horas para fazer merda nenhum não conduzi duas horas vamos fazer o primeiro episode se não sair sair se sair sair se não sair que se foda I return everything We got 45 days to do it, though. 25, 25. 45. He said 45. See, this is the problem. You don't listen the first time. You don't listen when they need to be recorded. You don't. You don't listen to. No, you don't listen to what what mics we need. Sorry, felt like the Snoopy thing. Anyways, I to be honest, what I was looking forward to the whole week. Yo, facts, not for on some real shit. I was looking forward to this. Like, I was, I was, I. Got really excited once Porto passed and once Porto got with Chelsea because I was like, wow, this is going to be a great fucking conversation now with that. Yeah. And with the whole yeah. immigration stuff. No, no, that was, no, I, I knew all your background story already. I didn't know about your bad <laughs> fucking dancing sorry. and shit like that. That was, that was that actually. I did not know about nothing, though. You're welcome. So we're going to cheers with uh, Juan's favorite. Late chocolate. Late chocolate. Thank you, Fabio, for being here and Juan for telling us your stories. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in to the second the second episode. Hopefully, uh, Joelle pressed record on this, so you're seeing this right now. Uh, shout out to Joey Bats. If you guys don't know about him, he does pastéis de nata in the city. Shout out to Organola. Really, yeah, 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 right. <laughs> shout out. Uh, really get it to him. And then we have okay, Fabio, Fabio. Our, our lovely guest. He's actually a DJ. So if you ever want to DJ, if you ever want to get married or whatever, you need a DJ. Boy Barat. Boa e barato. You heard here, folks. Check us out on our YouTube page, uh, Tascalooza. We're gonna you're gonna see this first video here. Yep. Um, subscribe, like, leave a comment down below.
And uh, yeah, I think that's it, boys. Yes, sir. Good night. Peace out. Ciao, Bella. Forti see, see you Forti next week. Loser out. Sporting sucks. Tua prima. <laughs>